Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash profaneargument or click the Audible link on our website, profaneargument.com. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPad, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, June 6, 2017. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. This week, we will be talking about Trump and the Paris Accord, and I want to talk about Bill Maher a little bit. Uh, but first, I want to get into some state news... The first thing that I have, we've brought up this kind of thing before, but uh, it's still still going on and just thought I would throw another one into the list. Uh, faith healing, faith healing parents specifically. This case in Oregon, parents of a baby that died just after just hours after she was born. Uh, they're being charged with murder in connection with the death. So apparently they had twins. And they had twins with uh, not at a hospital. They had fellow members of the followers of Christ and three midwives present. And the one baby stopped breathing. And uh, yeah, they are now being charged with murder because they the police are saying they did not do enough or really anything uh, mm. to save the, the kid's life. Now, to be clear, we're, we're not saying anything. There's nothing wrong with um, having your baby at home with a midwife. That is a perfectly reasonable thing. Sure. I don't think I ever would, but sure. yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to condemn anybody for doing that, no. Oh, yeah, it's stupid, but you're more than welcome to do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was born at home with a midwife. You shush. Weren't you born in England? Aren't there all yeah. midwives? <laughs> do they have hospitals there? <laughs> yes. My brother was first, and he was born in the hospital with you know very little trouble. So when the second one came around, they're like, "You'll be fine, just go home." <laughs> so she did. So there was no doctor's presence when this when this child died. Just the midwives and the followers Correct. of the church. Yes. Now, did they know that she, they were pregnant with twins? Well, there's not a whole lot of information going in. Yeah. According to uh, the state medical examiner, they uh, they could determine that the babies were premature, but they don't have any idea how premature. Apparently, she never went to the doctor to get any sort of checkup because doctors? they don't believe in going to the doctors. So there's not a whole lot of information as to what was going on. I don't even know if they knew they were going to have twins. Mm. It's It's really hard to say. And what did they do once the child stopped breathing? Did they all just stand over it and Pray, look probably. at it? Yeah. Pray? Again, very little detail because the only details you really get is after the, the police are, are there. But what they say is that it, it's it, since they did nothing, that the baby didn't have a chance. And if they would have taken it to a hospital or emergency room right away, it, it may have had a chance. Well, sure. I mean, a baby born approximately two months early is what it says in the article. That's a very small baby that needs to be in care. That's obvious. I mean, so three midwives should know better. When this child dies and the other one lives, they just chalk it up to God's will. Like, I guess God wanted us to have twins and kill one right away yeah. for some reason. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just I trying to figure out how, how you... someone justifies. Again, I, I always feel I, I think I brought this up last week or the week before about. Actually, I brought it up on my own show <laughs> of, <laughs> of how parental instinct just kicks in. 
right. to do to protect your child, and I just don't see how the woman's just like, okay, let's just sit there and oh, it's dead. Okay, do you feel sad? Should should you be happy if that child dies? I'm very curious, like who who called the police? Who called anybody? Who? I mean, at what point did they feel that they need to get the author- authorities involved? Well, you can't just bury a infant in the yard, or what? I mean, you, you know, I, who, I think, who's stopping you? Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, people knew she was pregnant. I mean, I guess she had one. I don't yeah. know. There's a lot of questions to be answered. But either way, I just, I just, I'm just trying to figure out the thought process of someone who sits there and just is like, "Oh, yeah, God wanted that one. Wonder why he made me give birth to it." Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going through your mind when you start going into labor two months early and don't go to a hospital anyway. Well, I mean, she, with twins, she was probably really big. She might, if she had not been to a doctor, she might not have known how pregnant she was. Yeah, I suppose that's possible. So she might have thought, you know, one baby, pretty close to nine months, according to the size. Mm. Now, uh, apparently a jury is going to figure out all the details. Well, at the very end of the article was an interesting side note in that church members Dale and Sharon Hickman were convicted of manslaughter and sentenced in 2011 to six years in prison for the death of their newborn baby. This is the sister of that woman. So two sisters had babies in this church, and one is in jail, and the other one's heading that direction. So apparently your love of God trumps the fact that you someone in your family's already gone to jail for this, <laughs> and yeah. you might want to avoid. So, and I'm sure we've gone over this before. What is their issue with doctors? Are they the spawn of the devil? Is there a reason why they won't go to a doctor? I think it's it's more that it's not that they distrust doctors. It's more that they want to have 100 percent trust in God. Mm. Right, but they God, believe God, God can take care of everything. So doctors are just unnecessary. And he well, probably did that by putting doctors on the planet, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I just that's I'm just trying to figure out the the leap of how you just don't go. Well, they're sons and daughters of God as well, and they're doctors, so they should be fine. And they're specially trained. They have and many have a natural proclivity to do this type of work, God given talent, et cetera, et cetera. But you're not going to avail yourself of it. <sighs> why even eat? <laughs> <laughs> like, why even do anything? Right. At that point, what what is, yeah, your level of concern for anything? Yeah. But well, then, then, yeah, I was going to say, then you just say, but sometimes God helps those who help themselves. And you have an excuse <laughs> for that sort of thing every time. Mm. But when it's either convenient. way, I'm, yeah, I'm glad that, uh, uh, you know, at least within this family, uh, a precedent has been set. Because when I started reading this, I was like, there's no way that's guarantee <laughs> the murder charge is not going to happen. Guarantee it. I guarantee not if it goes to the Supreme Court. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. think it's going to go to the Supreme Court. I think, I think they're. I mean, clearly they're probably going to get something similar to the sister. They're going to get four. They're going to get four to six years for involuntary manslaughter and child neglect. Yeah, probably. You know, it's funny too, and it's just when when it's happening to somebody else, they're all ready to sit there and not do anything about it. But just like that woman that was at that art retreat with my mother who broke her hip mm-hmm. and refused to call the doctors, sit there for a full night with a broken hip, and guess what she did? Call the fucking doctor in the morning. So someone should have strangled the the parents. <laughs> and said, "God will save you, right? Or should I stop? What, what do you want me to do? Stop, or is God going to save you?" Well, here's the other thing that I was thinking about in this article: that you see the pictures of these kids. I mean, they're they're kids. They're yeah, they're, they're young. so young. Are they to well, blame, or is it? I mean, somebody in the church needs to be to blame for this as well. Well, they're they, twenty-four they've been and twenty-one. In this, sure. They're 24 and 21, though. They're, they are not 16 and 17 years old. True. They have the ability to avail themselves of the internet yeah. and see the reality of life. 
So the question they, is, yeah, how if they were many... underage, I would say yes to yeah. that. Right, yeah, sure. But how many how many members of this church need to go to jail before the all of them? The, yeah, <laughs> before something else major is done. But we start like off with a horrible fucking yeah. story, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's like we've said before. If you want to take to personally not go to a doctor, that's fine. But God damn it, take your children to a doctor, get them immunized, and take care of them. And when they turn eighteen, they can make the choice. I think their punishment should be they should have one of their hands chopped off. Each of them, and sit there, and they can they can go to a doctor if they want to. <laughs> but, okay, pray it away. Yeah, pray, pray away. that that chopped off hand away. <laughs> nice. Like we got time to reattach this. It might not work as well, but fucking idiots. Uh, How stupid are you? You know what? Just let these people fucking wipe themselves out. Uh, hard to transition from that to this. I put these in all the wrong order, but in any case, <laughs> I'm going to jump over to Rhode Island. The Rhode Island House. Uh, House of Representatives have okayed a ban of conversion therapy for the LGBTQ youth, specifically those who are underage. I just wanted to, to mention this because every now and then we get a, uh, a push in the other direction, and I think it's good to recognize them. Yeah. <laughs> good job, Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah. Yay, good news. A baby died in the last story. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, at least people are recognizing that there should be rights of uh, rights of the youth, and not—I mean—more suicides come yeah. out from conversion therapy than anything else. Yeah, despite all the horrible shit going on in this country, there is the people are rallying, you know. Yes. Yeah. Which there, so there is some good coming out of this. I just hope we can straighten it out, you know, well, before they they rig well, the system against us. Yeah. Straighten it out with conversion therapy. No, <laughs> I walked right into that one. You did. <laughs> So the, my Twitter feed was going nuts today about Walgreens, and I didn't have I, – while I was at work, I didn't have, really have time to look at why. But I did throw in this uh, this article on Yahoo about Walgreens. Apparently, there was a person at Walgreens – so a woman brought her daughter into Walgreens to the pharmacy to get a prescription. And the prescription – there were three things, a pain reliever, an anti-anxiety medication, and mesoprostol. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it. Okay. It's a synthetic hormone that softens the cervix in advance for an IUD insertion. Uh, it can also be used for stomach ulcers or to induce abortion. Okay. The Walgreens pharmacist told the person, no, I'm not going to give you this because of my personal beliefs. Mm. And said, you can go to another Walgreens store. There's another one X number of miles away. Nope. You can get another job. Yeah. yeah. That's, so, that's, I've been told that myself, so. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? I used to work at A-plus a+ when there was still an A-plus in, uh, in good old state college, and a pregnant woman came in and asked me for a pack of cigarettes, and I would not sell them to her, and my boss said, you're fired. Mm. I said, oh. okay. You're I'm fine. Okay with that. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'll, go get, I'll go get a job at Unimart. I don't care. <laughs> and I'm that's how I met Ian. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I didn't know that story. Uh, so in this case, though, there is a, now a suit. At the ACLU is uh, filing suit against Walgreens because they support they supported the employee's uh, decision. And the, their basic argument is, look, if a, if a guy had come in, if a man had come in and ordered the exact same medication, I mean, she had a prescription. And if, they, if a guy would have come in with a prescription, it would have been sold to him. Because obviously, in his case, it was for ulcer treatment. Sure. 
But what is since, Walgreens' since it's argument? A woman, they they won't sell it. And what is Walgreens' argument for sticking by their employee? Uh, there is a quote here somewhere, but it's basically that uh, we stand by our employees' decision to not violate their own personal beliefs. Yeah, here it is. The employees may step away from a transaction to which they may have a moral objection and requires the pharmacist or other employees to refer the transaction to another employee or manager on duty to complete the customer's request. So why didn't somebody else at the same store fulfill And that's the, the story of why I never went to a Walgreens again. <laughs> that is... So what their yeah. policy tells me is that if my personal beliefs think that I should get this prescription filled, your personal beliefs trump that and I don't get mine. Yep. Right. That's abs- you can't forego doing your job because of personal bullshit and expect to retain that job. Or get That's a job that doesn't involve work. that kind of shit. No. There's God plenty of other jobs where damn you can- it. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious why nobody else did it then. Like nobody else rang her up. Right. There's got to be at least, I assume there's a couple pharmacists on staff at these sorts of places. So wait, so wait, so if he, so he wouldn't even fill the prescription. No. Correct. So there might have only been one pharmacist on at a time. Well, that guy's a fucking asshole. And you're, I'm with Ian. I'm, I'm not that there's any Walgreens around me, but (laughs) if (laughs) If I I ever have an option. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, go be a fucking garbage man. Go do something, you know. Or I guess like if you're a garbage man, you could refuse to pick up certain people's garbage if you find pregnancy tests in it or condoms or something, <laughs> you know. So if you uh, if you're ever on if you're on Twitter and follow at American Atheist, American Atheist was where the story where I got a hold of it and uh, was calling out Walgreens and basically, well, they were asking, have you ever been denied a prescription at Walgreens because of a pharmacist's religious beliefs? Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Well, I'm uh, going to deny Walgreens my business. If I ever have an option to deny Walgreens my business, I will. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to purposely find a fucking Walgreens now, walk in and say I'm not buying anything and walk out. <laughs> I, I, I support that. I will, too. I mean, there's no convenient ones, but as soon as there are, I'm going to be like, fuck you guys. I'm going to go to Rite Aid. They have a worse selection and things cost more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll go to Rite Aid. We'll buy a bunch of shit in Rite Aid bags and then walk to the Walgreens. And walk around telling people, hey, we brought this shit across the street. It's way better, man. They didn't even judge us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is this going to get to the point where, like, I mean, I'm a fat guy again. And say I go to Walgreens and buy a fucking candy bar. And uh, I'm the guy ringing me up has got a personal belief that people shouldn't eat candy if they're overweight. Can he just not be like, eh, fuck it. I'm not selling you that candy bar. It's the, it's the same some- thing. Yeah. I don't see how anything can't fall under personal beliefs. Yeah, I I fully agree, and like, and again, I do see the uh, ACLU's angle here, and and they're right. How does he know what she is getting that medicine for? If it has multiple three use. or four multiple uses, he just assumes that it's the use that he's against. Well, I see. I I don't think that's a good argument. The argument should be you should have done your job regardless of how you. Fight. I agree with that, yeah. but again, I I see. I see him being wrong in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I can't imagine. I mean, nobody's ever ordered, you know, Plan B at this pharmacy before. I mean, because I don't believe there's any other use for the Plan B medication. So they just have never sold that. Nobody's brought it up before. Oh, man, I'm sure they have. But now that, and we always ACLU. say this, Donald Trump is president. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. it. Let's see what we can do. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure this guy's a hero in some parts of his community right now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So another story, and I don't really uh, – well, we'll see where this goes. Uh, from Florida, a new law <laughs> will provide certificates for miscarriages. So if you have a pregnancy that ends at 20 weeks or later 
It's considered a stillbirth. A death certificate must be issued in Florida and many other states. But apparently between 9 and 20 weeks is where this is coming into play. Nine weeks? Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's why it's, it qualifies as a, as a miscarriage, not... Well, the whole thing is, is um, just a, it's a wedge argument. It, it, the whole thing is just designed to make it seem like a 20-week-old fetus is a person by right. giving it a death certificate. That's all it is. That is what the National Organization for Women is, their, their argument against it is. Okay. And apparently they're the only ones who were, you know, trying to put the bill down. Uh, yeah, uh, Democrats and Republicans were behind this bill. Oh, Florida. And the, yeah, the yeah. argument, I guess, is – well, the argument that as is as stated, when a woman has a miscarriage, she loses a part of herself and, you know, she – so the certificate is to help, like, ease the the, the loss. Does she, have a, does she have an option with for this? I mean, I could understand some mothers might want to have a death certificate for a wanted child that ended in miscarriage. There might be some women that want that that closure. Others don't. Right. And if you're forcing if it, yeah, it if it's on optional, them, it's not bad. Yeah, I'm not sure that it is optional. If it's mandatory, that's awful. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, I guess I'm trying to, and I do to an extent understand what Karen's saying. It just seems so irregular to me. Like, I can't. Well, a certificate. Like, how was your day? Oh, it was one of the worst days of my life, you know. I have this uh, thing know, that reminds me yeah, of it, yeah. We, yep. <laughs> now, now we have an award on the wall. We're going to get it laminated. Mm-hmm. Right, but it might be more or less, Ian, where, I mean, because, again, I could never imagine what that's like for a woman, but I'm sure mm-hmm. it's pretty traumatizing. In a sense, a death certificate might legitimize that that was an actual person, you know, yeah. it, it, on the record book somewhere. I mean, it might make somebody feel better. It's a little morbid, but... but as an option, I think it's something that people could request. If yeah, it's something again, that helps them. I, it's I don't get it, but, yeah. Look, there's people who put clothes on their dogs. It's fucking weird too. <laughs> right. Again, but again to the to the point of the people who are opposing this law, you know, that doesn't all it really is. This is this is an attempt to again further chip away at mm. abortions. Yeah. That's I, yeah, I think and, that's really what it is. That's and 100%. the opposite and the, the opposite might happen. If you're a woman and this is traumatizing and you just want to fucking forget about it and not, you know, and not deal with it and they're like, "Hey, you need to sign this death certificate." Yeah. Like that's not good at all. No. I'm getting no. into politics because it seems like you don't really have to do any real work <laughs> except just come up with real wacky <laughs> shit to fuck with people. <laughs> like, there's got to be serious shit going on, right? Like, serious crimes or or people no, you just... can't eat, water's fucked up, and they're like, eh, let's fuck around with fetuses for a little bit. Yeah, you, know? you, just, what you, you show up at the office, you take out your dream journal. You get a list of <laughs> you get a list of the ways that you live your life, and you try to force those on other people. Boom, politician, you're done. Yeah, uh, an unfortunate percentage of them. Yeah, it's true, dude. If I get into politics, I am going to try to make the Vulcan greeting the official greeting of the United States, and everybody will have to do it because I like fucking Star Trek, and I think Spock's a cool character. So you know, listen to me. <laughs> hey. I have to respect your beliefs. You do have to respect my beliefs. How dare you <laughs> okay. give me a regular human handshake, Ian? <laughs> it's not what I believe in. Live long and prosper. <laughs> all right. And that's so... how Jared became president. <laughs> <laughs> you got all those Trekkies behind you. Yeah. So over to Louisiana. This guy, mm. this guy's something. Uh, Representative Clay Higgins, Republican nice. from Louisiana. He posted uh, over this last weekend that uh, all of Christendom 
needs to be, well, is at war with Islamic horror and all radicalized Islamic suspects should be hunted and killed. <laughs> I saw this on Young Turks. They showed a great picture of this guy. He's a real <laughs> nutjob. <laughs> yeah, this guy is amazing. Apparently, he's known as the Cajun John Wayne, which, yeah. man, how dare you insult John Wayne yeah, like that? Yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm not a big John Wayne fan, but man, that's just being a dick. Yeah. So this guy, man, his so the, there's a video, there's different pictures of him. He is amazing, and the the best part about this whole thing, he this is not the first time he's been in law enforcement. He is uh, he has been asked to leave two other jobs. He was forced out of one because what was it over Excess, uh, excessive uh, yeah force. excessive force. Yeah. What a surprise. Yeah. And he was forced out of another one when he worked at the St. Landry Parish Sheriff's Office when he described criminals as animals that he would hunt down. And, uh, yeah, there's a whole video of that. So he got forced out of these jobs, and then they're like, let's make him a congressman. Yep. He ran for Congress. Got duck voted. Apparently, he got voted in during. I was a uh, an open seat. Uh, again, somebody probably the Trump moved up, and he got in in the uh, you know mid year election. Mm. Uh, okay, uh, ran he, unopposed somehow, or yeah. just kind of snuck in there. Right, and his ex wife has also filed lawsuit against him, alleging that he owes more than one hundred thousand dollars in unpaid child support. Damn, not that that's really related, but just proving mm. that he's more of a dick, I guess. <laughs> But he is all about having the duty to protect our homeland and calling for everybody to support Trump in his shutdown of Muslim immigration to the U.S. And, uh, yeah, this guy is a real piece of work. Yeah. I say keep up the good work, uh, Clay Higgins. You'll, I'm sure you'll have a great and glorious career. <laughs> uh, no doubt. No doubt you end up on the right side of history. Yeah. I really feel like the lesson that we need to take away from Clay Higgins is the importance of exposing your children, especially your young children, to travel. Mm. Good you point. need to take them places so that they can see that these other people are just people. They're not shadowy figures. They're not the far enemy. away. Yeah, they're just I, every time. I mean, please, that's my advice for the day for this show. I please would even say <laughs> travel more. I wouldn't even say you need to do that. I didn't travel that much as a kid. I didn't go to a lot of weird foreign countries. I didn't have a parent who was a fucking asshole, though. And, like, you know, <laughs> when we helps. were around black people, she didn't say, like, those are black people. Stay away. You know, it was like, that's my friend, so-and-so. You know. Right. It's, well, it's a, that, that not everyone is so fortunate. I feel like travel is kind of an equalizer. Oh, I'm, listen, travel is I, – I, I, you're right. It is a good thing. But I'm saying, like, you don't even need to do that. Just be a good fucking person. Yeah. What I think this brings more to light is, is that anybody in law enforcement or in government should have some kind of psych evaluation done to them. Yeah. This guy's got crazy all in his eyes. Look at that picture. That guy is <laughs> fucking nuts. <laughs> no, no doubt. No doubt. I just, uh, you know, there have been so many times, even, uh, you know, even for me, when I first started traveling and going to countries that have stereotypically famous people are stereotypically famous like lodging and to find out that it's not there and that's ridiculous and shame on me for thinking <laughs> that like jamaicans live in grass huts or the first time you go to alaska you're stunned that there aren't a village of people living in igloos like <laughs> wow you really were sheltered <laughs> what are you gonna say <laughs> excuse me for embracing the rich culture of western pennsylvania for the first 12 years of my life but yeah you know it's just i don't know 
That's my tip of the day. <laughs> well, and the, and the fact that this Try guy... to get that past Judge Jared. <laughs> oh, I, I'm giving it a pass. I'm giving it a pass. All right. <laughs> well, the fact that this guy lives um, and represents southern Louisiana, where every parish in his district voted for Trump. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Everything that he says is is echoed by the people in his parish. So, right, you're exactly right. He needs to get the hell. They, people need to get out of their parish and look <laughs> around. Jesus, Jesus Christ, just travel this country. All right, yeah. go around this yeah. country a little bit. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that I think you can take away from this is uh, when a cop pulls you over, be careful what you say. Be nice because it may be this guy. Always be nice. Yeah. Always be polite. Do what is asked of you. And don't volunteer any information, ever. Yeah! Good job, Karen. That is the most important part of that. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, I was thinking, too. Oh, damn it, I lost my thought. Nope. Oh, <laughs> so shit, it was a good one, too. <laughs> oh, I know what it was. I don't know if you guys have been hearing this, but a lot of times when I watch cable news and they talk to Democrats and they're like, why did you lose the election? And what happened? They're like, we just we're not listening to the people in the middle of the country. We're not listening to them. We need to be more accepting. And when you see shit like this mm. and I'm like, I, why do I have to listen to this fucking asshole? Why can't he listen to me? You know, they're like, well, these people in the cities just try to decide for everything in the rest of the country. I'm like, well, there's more of them there. Yeah. Yeah. So go fuck yourselves. <laughs> so, like, I can't stand that argument of we, we have to listen to the people in Kansas. No, we don't. They're fucking assholes. Well, that's I, I was going to say that's that's the uh, one of the many unfortunate shifts. Like you should you should now realize that any issue you have, that's that's now officially on you. Like you cannot think that. But you know when you were talking about if it's someone's personal belief not to sell an overweight person a candy bar? Right. You can't think that. That is fat shaming. How dare you <laughs> judge someone who is just patently, scientifically in an unhealthy state, in an unhealthy <laughs> body. But that is your problem, Jared. Shame on you for thinking something. God damn it. You're right. Fuck those people in Kansas. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do we? Do, I'm with you. No, I know I'm you are. Say- but and I'm saying in general, though. Why do we have to listen to people who are clearly fucking wrong? <laughs> you know, <laughs> the problem is, is that we we have stopped having conversations with those people, though. So the only people they talk to are people that think like them. Instead, we should be engaging and having conversation with having conversations with them and trying to pull them back into rational humanity again because there's a lot of them that are savable there are some that are not but a a large number of these people you can pull back into the light again into the you know believing that you know homosexuals are not evil people i i agree that that attempt should be made but way too often and um and this isn't an argument against it it's Mm. just it's really disappointing when you run into the oh well you're just a libtard when are you going to stop drinking the kool-aid oh they're doing the same thing to us absolutely but if we never try, they're not going to try. And sometimes they do try, and we have to be reciprocal of sure. their, their efforts. Sure. It's not going to work on this guy, but I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> because it, the, the, the rift between the left and the right is getting bigger and bigger, and this, not, this is not going to be solved right. by making that rift bigger and bigger. It's got to be brought back together again. True. But to Jared's well, no, point. Nobody's say, but the thing is, is nobody's saying, hey, you people in Kansas, you really need to – you're not listening to the people in the city either. Yes. No one's exactly. saying that. Agreed. Because what they're because what they're saying is we've been listening to you people in the city for so long and now gay people can get, get fucking married. <laughs> See how that fucking turned out. Yeah. We're getting floods because of it. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah. And to Jared's point, there are more people. The elections would have gone vastly different if we would just ship half of the populace of New York out into the country and then vote. Yeah. You know, because the the, the electoral votes gets – it silences a large number of people. You have all the people in New York and all the people in California – who outnumber these central states way more than the proportion of electoral votes that there are. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, yeah that, the whole we have to listen to the middle of the country. Well, yeah, we do. But how about we also listen to everybody else? Agreed. You know, or the fact that just more people voted for the another candidate. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Democrats were definitely not excited this time around and did not vote in the numbers that they should have voted. That was a problem. Very true. No, you're right, but – she still got more votes than him. Yeah. You know, and I think, the, and people are like, well, the country spoke. I'm like, yes, the country has spoken. God damn it. <laughs> Not the way you mean, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. On to uh, Denmark. A little bit of international news. I didn't have too much, but in Denmark, I thought this was good. They are on the verge of repealing their blasphemy law. Actually, okay. as of earlier this week, Friday, as of Friday, they have abolished their blasphemy law in Denmark. I didn't yeah. know they had one. That's too bad. Most of them didn't either. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, was that ever enforced? <laughs> uh, actually, yes. It has come up three times. It's an almost 100-year-old law. It has come up three times. And unfortunately, the last time was in 2015. Uh, a guy filmed himself burning a Quran in, the, in his garden and posted it to YouTube, I guess. Mm. And he was arrested. Uh, one of the charges was on blasphemy. Now there are, I think, there are a few other charges that he might be prosecuted with. You know, inciting hatred, that that sort of thing. So he, I don't think he's out of the in the clear because the blasphemy law is gone. And you know, maybe he shouldn't be. If he was, I don't didn't see his video, so maybe he was inciting hatred. Maybe he was, yeah. you know, maybe he's just a bigoted asshole. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, but maybe, maybe he's, he's related to Roy Higgins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think it is a definite, I think that, uh, that ruling now, uh, or like the fact that that guy got arrested under blasphemy has brought this to light and everybody went, wait, we have a what law now? <laughs> <laughs> How about we don't do that anymore? Yeah. Well, that's good. It, yeah. It's nice to see a country f- looking at antiquated laws and getting rid of them. Yes, exactly. Instead of embracing them here. <laughs> uh, so that is actually all that I have though in international news. I thought about, what about Nigeria? Well, oh, that's the same thing. Sorry. Same story. Same article. Okay. Yes, yeah. It is the same thing. <laughs> it's in Nigeria today. I did not think it would be about Denmark. Sorry. Yep, it was in Nigeria today. <laughs> My bad. Uh, strange that that news didn't get posted in a lot of places. So hmm. there was a lot of news about the fact that it, the uh, blasphemy laws were coming up for it, but nothing about it actually getting rid of. But their parliament voted 75 to 27. So. Oh. Pretty good. Pretty good. Wait a out. second. 75 mm. to 20. Oh, they yes. have more than 100. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Now, I know this This definitely is, is kind of a – and it might be – it might come up later in, uh, you know, the assorted Trump tweet storms and whatnot. <laughs> and I don't, I don't have an uh, appropriate link or didn't take time to add an appropriate link to international news. But does the uh, London Bridge terrorism fall under international news? Sure. Sure. I, I feel like that was a little bit on the semi-severe side with Trump pooping all over it as yeah. well. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, it absolutely yeah. was. Uh, oh, it was, it was just sheer stupidity on his part. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a bad person. Well, it's because he can get away with it though, because the guy has a has a Muslim sounding name. His base oh, but he's, like, oh. he's not get, he's not getting away with it though. Like every news out, every news outlet says like, "What do you, do you understand?" The the context of the story is that yeah, the, yeah. the London mayor said. Be yeah, calm. so we, we should probably go into the details. All right. Sure. Um, so oh, the, did you want the, guy, me to- <laughs> the guy's name, I just wanted to pull up his name. The guy's name is Sadiq Khan. He is the mayor of London. He put out a statement, and I don't have it in front of me, but he put out a statement that said, Hey, look, there's going to be more police on the street. I don't want you to freak out. They're there for your protection. No right. need to be alarmed. No need to, yeah. no need to be alarmed. Don't yeah. panic. And Trump then responded by tweeting, Oh, the mayor, right after a terrorist attack, the mayor of London says there's no reason to be alarmed. He's an idiot. We need to protect, you know, America, and they aren't doing a good enough job. Yeah, I think he worked the travel ban into it. Oh, I'm sure yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, if we get to that, is a whole other different story. The fact that he used the word travel ban, but go, yeah. go yeah. gold. So gold. I think uh, the, the first, I find it amazing that instead of being behind, I mean, this is the UK. This is... The like this is America's partner. This is our closest mm-hmm. ally. Has been for <laughs> decades. And there's something very important you need to understand about people that live in London too. They are one generation away from the German Blitzkrieg. Right. Their parents and grandparents lived and stayed in London and worked every day while their city was being bombed. The whole you know stiff upper lip thing. They've got this. There's no, there's no, you know, there's no panic in the streets. I think London, it's, uh, <laughs> the one guy that they interviewed uh, that I saw, I think it was last night, they interviewed this guy and they said, well, the, so the, the terrorists are upset because I'm going to go out and have a gin and tonic with a, with some other blokes. He's like, well, I'm going to do that more now. Now I know. What oh, it, was, it was way better than that. He was like, he said something about gin and tonic and hanging out with cute guys because yeah. he was clearly gay. And it was like, yeah, that's probably really pissing him off. <laughs> So then, the, the, but then Trump doubles down on this shit. I know you hate that term, Ray. But that's okay. <laughs> I'm excited because then that. when they when when someone points out to him, and said, you know, he was not referring to the fact that there was that there was an attack. He was saying, "Be calm about the the, the expanded police. police presence." He goes, "Oh yeah, so you guys had to make that shit up. You got you got to backtrack real quick." And uh, MSNBC is really trying to push this hard or something like that, saying <laughs> that they. They added that part on afterwards. Meanwhile, you can see the guy. He says it in one full fucking sentence. Yeah. This man cannot admit when he's wrong. No. No. And he also – well, he needs people to be in fear. He got the presidency by making people afraid. So he doesn't right. understand that you know, the, the Londoners are going, we are not be afraid. We refuse to be afraid. You are not going to keep us down. I'm going to go have a goddamn gin and tonic. Get out of my way. Yeah. But there, <laughs> you're right. There has been a, a pretty – Steady and solid, you know, pushback to this. Even my international arch nemesis, she Trump herself, <laughs> Theresa May, was like, "You leave him alone. You are totally in the wrong, Donald Trump. You need to stop." Yeah. But please don't be mad it. at me. Yeah, please don't be mad at me, USA. <laughs> and I was like, "Man, Theresa May, I hate you." But thank you for doing like one good thing. Yeah. And then That's- did you see his other tweet about it? About oh no, the, not another one. Yeah, he said another one where he's like, he's like, oh, you don't see an argument about uh, a gun debate going on or anything like that because uh-huh. they use knives and trucks or something to that effect. And like everyone's like, yeah, asshole. Because if they use guns, it would have been a hundred times worse. Yeah, you know, like, and apparently because it's hard to get guns in that country as opposed to this one. <laughs> and I saw uh, 
what's his name? Anderson Cooper bring this up to Jeffrey Lord, our favorite Jeffrey Lord, <laughs> our favorite Pennsylvanian, where Jeffrey, Jeffrey Lord is, of course, defending Trump on this, of right? Course. And he goes, would you be okay if Donald Trump said that Rudy Giuliani fucked up when 9-11 happened? And that he was uh, that he didn't that he left the city unprotected. And Jeffrey Lord's like, "Well, you got me in a corner. Yeah, I guess I'd be okay with that." <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, he said he after like a lot of pride, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'd be fine with if he did that." Look it up; it's on YouTube. Holy gosh! Oh, no, this I did it's, not see that. It's like you know, if you wanted to criticize him afterwards, that I mean, could you get at least give London a fucking week? Before you start shitting all over them, Mister President, yeah. <laughs> or someone, this this has got to end. I can't take this. <laughs> or, or the fact that he's using that tragedy to prop up his travel ban in all caps right. after all of the work that his lawyers did to not—it's not a travel ban. We're not calling it a travel <laughs> ban. Like, oh my god, you are a certifiable idiot. Yeah, even Kellyanne Conway's husband was like, "What is yeah. wrong with you?" <laughs> and then I was like, "Kellyanne Conway's married." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm still eighty percent convinced that all he wants to do is go back to New York and Trump Tower. He just wants this he to does. be over. <laughs> he does, and he will. Trust me. Oh yeah. But in the meantime, though, there is something that's like the very fact that he cannot admit he's wrong, mm. and even small shit like this or Kefefe. <laughs> or uh, crowd climate, size. Climate, climate change is a hoax <laughs> perpetrated by China. I didn't say that. Like the fact that he can't do this, like one day he's going to do something and he's going to have to backtrack it like really bad and he will not do it. And there's going to be dire consequences to it. What was the, he backtracked on one thing after? Oh, he backtracked on the whole Obama um, birth certificate thing. Yeah, after he blamed it on Hillary Clinton. <laughs> right. Yeah. I so mean, that was it, like not really a backtrack. It was barely, yeah. He didn't say I was wrong. He was just like, they brought this up and I closed it. Done deal. I'm the boss. Bad deal. (laughs) By the way, I have another prediction. Uh Uh-oh. In light of Comey testifying in two days and all this Russia shit that's going on and everything like that, I think that there is going to be a terrorist attack in America. On Thursday? I don't know if it's on thir- if it's on Thursday. That fucker's guilty. <laughs> <laughs> there will be something in the news to divert attention. Absolutely. Oh right. Well, I mean, oh, he's going to bomb you know, something or something like well, that. Well, he's, he's he has a he has a speech scheduled for the same time on Thursday. Yeah, he's not winning that battle. The, the networks right. are going. To oh my Cody. god, no. <laughs> yeah, you kidding me? Right. CNN has a countdown clock for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, I I I agree with Jared. Absolutely, something. There will be some sort of domestic incident. Oh my God! He'll bomb Qatar, huh? <laughs> it, I mean, but I mean, it, for, no, no, that, that's works. not good enough. It's got to be something on our home soil, mm. right? But it's going to have to be massive. Yeah, like it absolutely has to be like mind-blowingly massive because he'll he'll bomb our military base in Qatar. <laughs> it could be like these <laughs> these things are like these tragedies are are too too short. Like the attention span of the American people. The tragedies are too frequent for them to maintain, so it would have to be, you Epic. know, just shy of like nine eleven caliber. Mm. That's exactly like, what I was thinking. Yeah, like just shy of that, if not parallel to, because it can't be something like another San Bernardino or uh, Orlando. No, the down in or down in Miami, where in the the, the pulse. that dance club. Orlando. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we're yeah. we're we're immune to to mass shootings now. That's not yeah, going to be abs- the thing, right? I don't know what could mm. be. 
Boston bombing part two, something like that. But and I'm curious if it'll be like, and I would not put it put past this fucker to orchestrate something himself. I know that's a a real conspiracy theory, right? Level Mm -hmm. land, but I mean, it could be. Let's just ignore that certain thing we have intel on. If he even gets the intel, because we know that they won't even give him shit now. Yeah. So I don't know. I got a bad feeling like that's gonna, and then he'll get a bump because remember he got that small bump for blowing up that fucking airport. Yeah. Yeah. to blow yeah. up the airport in yeah. Syria, and then yeah. it was fine later that evening. Yeah. yeah, that was sad. People are like, I don't yeah. know, Jared. You got me. You got me a little nervous now. Uh, yeah. Attack, I feel attack like North Korea. There you go. Don't worry, Ian. They're not going to hit the Altoona Comic Con. <laughs> no, no, I'm not so nervous about. It. And I don't think it'll be that soon. I think I think it'll be some sort of tragedy at a major Fourth of July celebration. Mm, that could be it. Mm. Let's stop now. I don't want to implicate ourselves. In it. <laughs> Uh, but I did not uh, know that he scheduled a speech for the same time that Comey is doing his fucking thing. What an asshole. <laughs> I mean, he's so guilty. He's so fucking guilty. I don't know exactly of what, but yeah, he's guilty of something. Well, it is infrastructure week, so like maybe he's got a big yeah. thing planned for that. Oh, yeah. So the infrastructure week, the infrastructure thing is interesting. So he's going to privatize the FAA? people that work in the F- well, part of the FAA that deals with flights. Yeah, the air traffic controllers. Like, that's odd i don't know why this is such a big deal and why he thinks this is actually doable we're really really big country how are you privatizing that it's dumb (laughs) but i also love how he blamed obama for it somehow yeah he can't do anything without without him and his surrogates none of them can do anything without bringing out obama first well the previous administration fucked this up (laughs) that's all that he's doing that's all i mean i think in his mind that's all he wants to do everything that obama did he wants to undo it I don't yeah. know if that's Obama him. Obama had or... apples in the White House. Get them out of there. We want peaches. Yeah. <laughs> and donuts. <laughs> I don't know if that's him or Bannon. I, I don't. No, it's him. He fucking hated Obama. <laughs> the, oh, travel ban, the travel ban really is Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If his travel ban would, had been in place, we'd never have to deal with Obama, right? He'd have stayed in Kenya, so. <laughs> exactly. So the other thing that uh, – the other major thing that he did was to pull out of the Paris Climate Accord. Yeah. And the, this is the greatest. The, the ramifications <laughs> for that are extraordinarily bad. And I even I even got into I, – I didn't – I barely got into the argument before. I think as soon as I joined, they dispersed. But at work, there was – People were backing each other up. They were discussing, except they were just giving each other their same information back and forth, misinforming each other about <laughs> about how much money we, the United States, were going to be losing because of this deal. I don't understand that argument. What are they talking about? No. Well, by, by backing out of the deal? No. No. If, oh. if we would have stayed in the, the Paris Accord, we would have been funding all these other countries and we would have been losing out. We would have had to have cut our, our coal production, but India no. would – the whole no. – all every Trump talking point. Yeah. And as it turns out, this dumb. was – like, I don't remember who said it, but it was kind of like a, a pinky deal. Like it was a, yeah, okay, we'll yeah. do better kind of accord. You know, it would, there were no specifics and there was no consequence if you didn't fulfill your end. Right. No, that's – yeah. The thing about the Paris Accords was it was really minuscule and, and actually doing anything, but it was definitely a step in the right direction. And from what I understand, the fact that we are that the you know you we set our own rules, right. we all know that, right? So whatever he said in his stupid ass speech doesn't mean anything. We'll re- renegotiate a better deal. What deal? We you yeah. make the deal yourself. 
Right. How right. It was just deal. a bunch of first world countries got together and said, maybe we should try a little harder. Yeah. But no, no. And Ian, they went, it was every country except right. oh, yeah. <laughs> Who was out? Yeah. It's Nicaragua and Syria. And the only reason Syria. Nicaragua is not in it is because they felt they wouldn't go enough. far enough. Yeah. <laughs> and Syria's kind of busy. <laughs> yeah. So now, from what I understand, th- th- these people who are saying that we would have lost money if we had stayed in, from what I understand, we're going to lose money now that we're leaving because apparently 100%. China is going to take over yeah. and oh, be yeah. like well, the big producer of green energy, which they are making massive steps to do already. And we're like, bring on the fucking coal. Yeah. So yeah, next year, we're, we're all going to be shoveling coal in our basements into our fucking furnaces. Is that what's going to happen? We're not. I think that is. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you guys won't. But yes, that that is the plan. The plan is to fall another 20 years behind on renewable energy while the rest of the world gets ahead of us on that but yes keeping coal alive thank goodness so i'm gonna do a a brief public service announcement so did you know that you can pick who the provider of your electricity to your house where that electricity comes from who gets the money for the electricity you purchase i mean you'll always have your local you know allegiant or allegiance or west Penn power whoever the hell your local utility company is but who they give money to they can either give your money to a coal plant a nuclear facility or they can give it to a green power company and you should find and i can out decide who, where that money goes to you can by How do I do that? Look it up on the internet. Your right. utility company, whoever your, your utility company is, should on their website have a list of all the green companies and all the companies that they purchase power from. And you can say, give my money to those people over there that run turbines and solar panels and stuff. No so shit. after the concert we went to on Friday, I signed up. Oh, yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I saw them. I'm like, you know what? Fuck Trump. I'm signing up. <laughs> I uh, I did want to know more about that when we were the the three of us were leaving the concert to to come home and I need I had a long drive so yeah that's how I justified it but uh, some random dude appeared out of nowhere and was like hey do you guys want to help the environment and Craig and I were like no we just kept walking and Karen's like I want to help the environment and we're like later Karen and we just bailed on her and I was like man I'm a terrible person and Craig brings the worst out of me but uh, turns out I missed out on some really good information. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard about them before, and I'd been meaning to do it, and I just never got around to it. And they were there, and I was there, and I said, "Okay, sign me up." So it, it will cost a little bit more in state college, but I'm I'm okay with that. My conscience is clear. <laughs> Good. Good. I uh, I'm clearly racked with guilt. I uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's more expensive. Don't surprise me at a concert, and <laughs> don't be wearing tie dye when you want my attention, and I'll probably oh, give it to Ian, you. And I would have been with you too. I would have walked right by that fucking dirty hippie. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I bring it up because people don't know you can actually source where your power comes from. Oh my god, I would love to go solar. I'm really thinking about it. Yeah, you don't I even want have those, to do anything those, fancy. Just yeah, change I want your those provider. Roof panels. Oh. You know those yeah, no, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be I heard he's going to bring the price down. Except I just paid for a new roof. <laughs> yeah, so did we. I, well, I actually went. Up, they have a little calculator you can go to, and it'll tell you, you know, for your latitude what you should do. And they're like, we can replace seventy percent of your roof. It'll only cost you tens of thousands of dollars. I'm like, oh my. <laughs> it's yeah, fuck that all that and build me a deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was very expensive, but it would pay for itself over because they're almost indestructible. You basically don't have to replace them. Yeah. So right. it would take a long time, but it would pay for itself. Sure, that's a dream. Get the uh, get the solar roof and the get the power wall in your basement. Yep. 
Uh, if everybody did that, we wouldn't need coal or nuclear power. Yeah. We don't oh. need coal. We don't, no, need, we don't coal. need coal. Yeah. <laughs> Would you hear uh, Three Mile Island is clo- closing down yeah. in a couple of years? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, they couldn't. There was some open market and they couldn't sell their power past 2019 because it's too expensive <laughs> nowadays. I don't know. Mm. I think that place needs a serious retrofit. I mean, it was built in the 70s. Right. I don't know what so, you're talking about. He's, he's bringing the coal jobs back, and he's uh, Trump's <laughs> Trump's going to make it viable again. Even though, and uh, we'll link an article on the Washington Post, even though there are, in coal mining, the number of employees in 2014, so this was, you know, height of the Obama administration, 76,500 coal mining jobs. So wow. that's how many people Trump is fighting for. Yeah. And there's uh, there's <laughs> some stuff in the, the this article comparing the n- n- number of people in radio, 94,500. Wow, I can't believe there are that many people in radio. It's <laughs> a lot of radio stations. Tra- uh, travel agencies, nearly 100,000. Car dealers. That's still a thing? Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Car dealers. We all know there are actual car dealers. Uh, 138,000. The number of people employed by Arby's is higher than the number of people who work in coal mining. So I'm really glad that Trump is focusing on helping these poor coal miners. Oh, wait, no. He's focusing on lining his pockets with money from the fossil fuel companies. That's why he's doing this. Even some of the fossil fuel companies, though, were like, no, really, you shouldn't do this. You should stay in the Paris Accord. It's what's best for the planet. Yes. Oh, no. Exxon yeah. Mobil <laughs> asked him not to do it. <laughs> Rex hell? Tillerson was like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> Despite what we've been saying, our scientists that we have working for us know that the shit is fucked. <laughs> We care about the planet for future generations. What I love, what I love about this coal mine thing too, is that they uh, Scott Pruitt was sitting there on there talking about we've brought in this many coal mining jobs just in a few months and this and that and blah blah blah. <laughs> and whoever I was watching doing the interview, they said, "Well, hold up a second, Scott. You actually only brought in two hundred and thirty-three coal mining jobs." The rest were mining jobs. So they're conflating now mining with coal mining. So if you're mining for other shit, they're saying, we got these miners' uh. jobs. But if they're not coal mining. Wow. So for anybody hearing these these numbers in the hundreds of thousands, it's bullshit. But yeah. and that, right. I'm happy that Trump did this. Huh? Oh. Very happy. Galvanating everybody else. <laughs> look look what California's doing. Mm. Look what the look what the mayor of Pittsburgh is doing. Mm. You know, the governor. Like he's of, like, "Go uh, fuck yourself." The governor of Hawaii. We just saw an episode of Vice of, about Hawaii, and there, I mean, the cost to get fossil fuels out in Hawaii is it's really expensive. You've got to ship everything in. So, yeah, right. and turns out they have a lot of sun out there. So and they have volcanoes too. They really need to go talk to Iceland and see how do you do this geothermal thing because yeah. they've totally got a giant source of heat right under the plant, right under their the ground so but they're also working on uh, they have these huge solar arrays and they've got the elon musk battery farm set up so that they're generating so much actually they're generating so much power that their their wires couldn't handle it Mm -hmm. so they actually went to uh tesla to elon musk and said hey we hear you have batteries and now they're using these batteries so that they're they're absorbing the energy Pumping a bunch out over the wire, saving a bunch, and then at, at 8 p.m. after the the sun goes down, they're then draining the batteries into into the system. So yeah, they're really moving forward. Yeah, that's, they, they, that's fantastic. They've got the perfect situation. They've got good wind 
for good for wind power. They've got great sun for solar power. They've got waves for wave power. They've got geothermal. They have no need for fossil fuels out there. In the middle of Pennsylvania, we only have wind, and we don't have a lot of sun, so... <laughs> but we got a decent amount of wind up on the ridgetop, so it'll be all right. Yeah, that's, that's a fairly true story. Governor State's of rights. Hawaii was looking at, what, 2024 for cutting off to the fossil yeah. fuel? Yeah. That's like any second now. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Good, good for Hawaii. And then gas is real expensive out in Hawaii. Yes. Oh, yeah. So that, that, that makes a fair amount of sense. But man, when he was given that speech <laughs> about pulling out, I was, it was just, once I got over just the mind blowing part <laughs> of it, I just wanted to be like just just a few few quick things, sir. <laughs> you know that just just because it's called the Paris Accords doesn't actually mean you're being asked to represent Parisians in any way. Right. I thought the <laughs> same <laughs> thing when he said that. <laughs> Please <laughs> stop <laughs> saying that. Uh, you know, just a second quick point of fact: Allegheny County was in fact the only county that wasn't red during the election process, and that's where Pittsburgh is. So you, in fact, were not represented. You were not elected to represent Pittsburgh in any way. Yeah. The people of Pittsburgh did not vote for you at all. And not to mention that the mayor of Pittsburgh came out and, and uh, joined the group of mayors against pulling out of the Paris Accord. Mm. <laughs> I think he just wanted to be alliterative and couldn't think of any other P cities for some reason. <laughs> well, Pittsburgh used to be associated with steel, and I guess Pennsylvania is associated with coal. coal. Yeah. So this is all true, but the mayor, they actually talked to the mayor of Pittsburgh who said that, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh is the exact opposite of what you intend. Pittsburgh yeah. is like, we're the epitome of, we were a steel town and now we're not and we're still thriving. We are the epitome right. of the uh, opposite of what you're saying. Yeah. It's actually a very nice town nowadays. And for, you know, 20 years ago, it was pretty shady and, and grubby, but uh, downtown Pittsburgh is actually pretty awesome. I would say yes. I heard the same thing. I was shocked because when I went to Pittsburgh, it was a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> that it was years ago, a, though. used to be a grubby shithole, but now it's actually really nice. So if you no, have an opportunity- Wait, things can change and move into <laughs> yeah. the future? And, I mean, <laughs> there's art and music and good beer. It's just wacky. <laughs> Crazy. I don't believe you. So there's an article on CNN Politics that I wanted to bring up. Have you guys heard of this guy, Myron Ebel? He is the- President of, uh, I think he's the president, and a director of Competitive Enterprise Institute. He apparently has Trump's ear and oh. is one of the main reasons why Trump decided to pull out of the Paris Accord. So I had never heard about you this sure guy. sure it wasn't before. the handshake, Ray? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure it was the handshake. <laughs> I, am, I am willing to say that that handshake did quite a bit. However... <laughs> this article says that it's this uh, evil guy, Ebel. Uh, as it turns out, the Competitive Enterprise Institute is a nonprofit organization that takes in money hand over fist, millions upon millions of dollars. But they, because they're nonprofit, do not need to disclose where the money is coming from. But they then funnel that money into things like pulling out of the Paris Accord, doing things to influence uh, government officials to promote fossil fuels. Hmm. And when they had a fundraiser, uh, the press wasn't invited, but they did see a lot of people going in and out. And, yep, sure enough, it is all sorts of Fortune 500 oil tycoons, people who are highly involved in the fossil fuel industry. So this is a nonprofit organization that exists <laughs> that they use to that they use to filter money. Yeah. It, they use to that's the only reason money. Exa it exists. That's fantastic. And do they donate money? They can't donate money to uh 
politicians. I can, don't they? believe they can. No, because they are a nonprofit, so they cannot they cannot donate money. But they then you know infuse the money into different packs. Mm. Send it into a pack instead. Exactly. Sure. So you can't donate money to a politician, but you can sure help them get reelected. But I don't understand that. I mean, obviously the oil companies are not looking at the long game, though. I mean, they they have to know. Their own scientists have told them this is not sustainable. We have to pivot. We have to come up with new technologies and new solutions. Why are they digging their heels in? Just we're, money. We're, 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 we have reached the tipping point. I was thinking Donald Trump's you only got, got about twenty years left on this planet. <laughs> what does he care? Twenty? He's got kids, grandkids. I don't think he really think likes he... his kids, <laughs> except for Ivanka. <laughs> <laughs> That's understandable. He might be building a spaceship yeah. or something for her, but he likes her in a very uncomfortable way. Yeah, yeah. see, they, I mean, he doesn't really like her because he's proud of his daughter and her accomplishments of being born Trump. But uh, <laughs> remember, his father didn't pay a lot of attention to him, and he doesn't seem to pay a lot of attention to his own kids. <laughs> yeah, no, Tiffany. So I read an art- interesting article about uh, Eric Trump today. So back, I don't know, about twenty years ago. Or so Eric Trump had a golf charity tournament for uh, Saint was it Saint Vincent's Ch- uh, Hospital for Children, Saint something, I forget which one it is. I think it was Saint Vincent's Hospital for Children. Anyway, in any case, a really good charity for children with cancer. And at first, for the first few years, there was it was cost free. It was all volunteer work, so all the money went to the charity, and it did really well. Then one day, you know, Daddy said, "How? Why? You, why are we not charging them for this?" And he started charging them, you know, um, $40,000. Then the next year was $150,000. So, you know, less of the money went to the charity and more of it went into Trump's pocket. And then some, it got into the media. And so Trump said, oh, that's okay. Even though they have to pay for it, we're going to take it out of um, the Trump, Trump Sr.'s charity and give it to the corporation to pay for the expenses for the golf tournament to give St. Vincent's money. But that money was not Trump Sr.'s money. It was other people's money. So the other people's money went to Trump Sr.'s charity to give to Trump Jr.'s charity to give to Trump's company. I'm so lost. To take it, – it, it was – the story was outrageous. It was all about putting money into Sr.'s pocket at the expense of Jr., of, of Eric. It's like telling oh, actually, telling the old man that he can't he can't give money to the politician. So then he takes the money from one pocket, puts it in another, then pulls it out, puts it in another. Put, oh, now I can just give it to them. <laughs> right. It was an amazing story, which I'll I'll give it, uh, Ray the link to put on the website because it started off with Eric trying to do a good thing and his father completely ruining it. Which like <laughs> well, he learned from the best. Remember life. how Fred Trump used to give Donald uh, loans by going to the casino and like. Cashing mm-hmm. out money and then leave. I don't know how he did Losing. it. Yeah, something with the casinos. Yeah, he he would place a million dollar bet and then walk away mm-hmm. from the table. That's how he gave his son money. So <laughs> it, it was amazing. So mm-hmm. Eric once had a very minuscule soul. It's just not there anymore. It's probably just been stomped on and beaten. And <laughs> right? Yeah. For All sure. the evil flowed into That's Donald weird. Jr. <laughs> yeah. And formed his well-coiffed haircut. So the last thing that I wanted to bring up in regard to the whole climate change issue, Republican Congressman Tim Wahlberg. Did you see what this guy said? Michigan representative. (laughs) He said that he believes there is definitely climate change. This is from a Republican. He believes Mm. that uh, there's been climate change since the beginning of time. Ah, There you go. Mm. And Uh. do you think man has some impact? Can, Can man change the entire universe? No. 
Why do I believe that? Well, as a Christian, I believe that there is a creator God who is much bigger than us, and I am confident that there, if there is a real problem, he can take care of it. Uh, yeah, I did hear this story. Uh, brought us around to, back back to the beginning of our story. <laughs> exactly. Well, we could always end on Bill oh, Maher. That too. hurts. <laughs> right, but st- I just that's so disappointing. And Ken, why does he think that the Earth is the entirety of the universe? Why would you even reference the universe when we're talking about global climate change? Ah! <laughs> and how does a guy just get elected? Religion. Oh, voters are lazy, and they you can't be troubled to do your own research, Jared. Mm. You just vote for the guy who's the Republican. It does not matter what his beliefs are or what he represents. You just know he's not a dirty liberal. Let's chop off his hand and see if God fixes it. (laughs) (laughs) Must not have prayed hard enough. So the other thing I wanted to talk about that's not Trump, I wanted to talk about Bill Maher a little bit. Because I know, Jared, I know you're a fan of of Bill's. Big fan. Uh, Big fan. We watch watch Bill Maher probably every week. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've had a couple problems with Omar this last couple times, and I wanted to bring him up and, and see see what you thought. So this last one, he's in some trouble, I guess, uh, uh, what Al Franken canceled on him for this week because of the statement that did, that he made, that Bill Maher made on the last show. Did you – I'm assuming you saw it, Jared? I – it's funny. I got up that morning and I saw that he was in hot water for something. I didn't read the story. And then when I watched the show on HBO Go – they bleeped it out. So I didn't, I didn't, oh. but I had, uh, in what they were talking about, I kind of inferred what he had said. So, well, just, I mean, do you want me to say it? I'll be the one who says it if you want. Well, I don't so, care. what, what he said to the guy who was talking about, where was this guy from? He was from, again, central of the country, Nebraska, Missouri, I maybe. Yeah, something like that. And he was saying that, well, you know, if you want to come out to, to Missouri or wherever he was from, you know, you can come out and help us and work in the fields. And Meyer said, well, I'm more of a house nigger. And the audience kind of went, whoa. (laughs) And so did the guy he was talking to. But then it just, it kept going and and it was fine. Now, so here's my take on it. My take is he wasn't saying it to be racist. He was making a reference to a term and he, was it, was it out of place? Was it a bit much? Yeah. He could have used a lot better terms there. There He could have just said house slave. It It probably would have been a lot better. Right. Exactly. Mm. But I don't think he was insulting anyone. He wasn't trying to insult anyone. I think, uh, I don't know, Al Franken saying he's not going to go to the show because of it. I think that's a bit yeah. much. But I think I, if it were me, I would maybe go to the show and then maybe give him a little bit of, you know, sneak in a reprimand about his choice of words or something. Yeah. But well, I don't I know how much it... crap he's actually getting over. It, it doesn't it seem like he's getting a lot. Like, I hear yeah. a couple blurbs here and there. I mean, I... I mean, I, this is the first I even heard about Al Franken leaving, so it can't be that even big of a deal, but Al Franken's made enough rounds this past week. <laughs> you know, mm. that's fine. I don't need to see him one more time, but as a comic. But, I mean, it, I guess it, it was kind of a joke. It, to me, it kind of falls in the same line as that Kathy Griffin thing. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, except what's with the selective outrage? That was, yeah. That's killing me. That is well, killing they, they- Kathy Griffin had every show, t- every tour date canceled, every sponsorship pulled Every every possible you know outlet for that she uses to make money for her yeah. income yeah. has has abandoned her because she modeled in a photograph that was a protest over something that she feels strongly about. Right, as absolutely absurd to me. Bill Maher has suffered zero repercussions other than Al Franken was like, nah, 
reschedule me for next year. Well, let's go. Let's take it back even further. Let's take it to um, oh, what the hell's his name? Give me a hint. Well, uh, uh, rock and roll, big Trump supporter. Oh, you're thinking of uh, Raccoon Tail? Ted Nugent. Ted, Ted, Nugent. Ted Nugent, thank you. Ted Nugent, and some of the horrific things he said about um, Obama. I mean, way yep. more than Kathy Griffin ever said, and he's not really suffered by this. Well, so he advocated where... to take Obama out and kill him. Yeah. yeah like that. Exactly. So here's so, where I think that maybe the distinction is the severed head. I think, yeah, I think what it comes down to is a severed head, because the severed head, that happens. That happens now. And I think people take it more seriously because of ISIS – Going around and chopping people's heads off. Well, also, yes, yeah. more... so they were concer- they were concerned that Kathy Griffin actually chopped off. No, 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 no. You can't you can't equate those two things because one, I mean, again, listen. First of all, I don't as as far as the Kathy Griffin thing goes, I was not offended by it. I didn't care about it. It was quite possibly probably the stupidest thing she'd ever done because I don't know what she would have thought the response was going to be. I don't know but about it's exactly she's, she's done a whole lot of stupid <laughs> stuff. Data. Yeah, I'm just like that. The, the, what what happened to her is exactly what I thought was going to happen to her. I'm like, I don't know why you would do that, but but that was planned out, obviously, uh, and intentionally done. Bill Maher, I kind of a slip of the tongue. You know, yeah, I don't know it if he should get wasn't this, scripted. Yeah, he shouldn't get the same. Have his. I mean. I mean, I'm sure maybe some black people think he should have his whole career destroyed over saying that, but. Mm. Well, the thing that worries, kind of concerns me more about it is the fact that it, it just kind of rolled off his tongue. It's not a phrase that one would necessarily think should roll off someone's tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I know. How is that a slip of the tongue? Yeah. <laughs> but again, he might have been inferring, like, I'm speaking from the slave master saying that you know it's just i'm just it just wasn't as plotted out as the Kathy Griffin i don't know how you can equate the two things sure oh no i don't think you can i i i so i, I guess my objection here is i don't understand what Kathy Griffin has done wrong nothing okay we're not saying she nothing, at least me personally i'm not saying she did anything wrong i'm just saying what happened to her is i mean she lives in the united states what the fuck did she think was going to happen to her <laughs> after doing that well, the same thing that should have happened to Ted Nugent. Right. But didn't. Exactly. So a, pre- a precedence was set for, uh, you know, um, threatening the bodily person of the president of the United States and nothing happened to Ted Nugent. Well, so why would she think that nothing would happen to her? Something would happen to her? Because she's a liberal. Uh, I mean, please, right. yeah. liberals get the shit end of this all the time. They they get yeah. to body slam fucking reporters and get elected. Yeah. You know, or threaten the, pro- you know, if you threaten the former president, you get to meet the new president in the White House and take mocking pictures in front of the first lady's photo. You know, shit like that. So I don't think it's fair what's happening to Kathy Griffin. I am not surprised by it at all. No. Considering where the we problem, live. The sure. problem what's happened with Kathy Griffin is she's she's lost sponsorship because nobody – right now, nobody wants to associate their name with that image. I don't know why they – well, sure. She yeah. – I always – yeah. I, I, she annoys the hell out of me. So I, I have trouble feeling sympathy for her because she's so freaking annoying. Well, but, uh, her unfunniness is not the right. issue. Right. I would agree. The – I just, I like what she offered was a completely legitimate artistic protest. Yeah, artistic response to something that she feels strongly about. And I don't think in any way that that should mean you're now unemployed forever. Agreed. But sometimes things you say and things you do have consequences and you have to accept them when they right. come. And again, well, now she's gone to great lengths to retract this and apologize and that somehow that's still not enough. Yeah, that's bullshit. That is not enough until there is until they have this woman's blood. But mm. that's but that's the conservatives. 
they they want blood. Everybody else is kind of like I'm I'm not happy mm-hmm. about it. And, you know the you know I didn't like it, but I don't want you know what do they want? They want to throw. I mean they had the the Secret Service investigating her, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Ridiculous, yeah. So, again, I guess that's just, is that just a demonstration of where, where the real power is? Like, yes. Oh, well, <laughs> Bill Maher, <laughs> all he did was shit on the blacks. <laughs> Fuck them. No. That, this woman is opposed to Trump. She needs to be burned. Made and make- she's a woman. You can have women saying shit like that. So, wait, so you're upset <laughs> that, that, that conservatives aren't trying to go after Trump? I mean, uh, Bill Maher? I don't well, understand. Are you saying? Are you thinking what happened? To I don't Kathy understand Griffin how should be happening to Bill Maher. It's the inequality or, of the reaction. Yes, yes, yes. I'm saying that either the nothing that's happening to Bill Maher should be happening to Kathy Griffin, or the the, the outrage that is being thrown at Kathy Griffin should also be coming towards. Do Bill you Maher. really think Bill Maher meant to, to offend black people? Like he planned it out. Like I'm gonna say nigger on my show tonight and, and offend black people. No, I think he. I think he just throws that out casually and doesn't care. But you're basing that because he said it one time on air. Yes, Is that's, that that's not a enough? lot to that's assume what... that he casually throws it out all the time. I don't think he said casually throws it out all the time. I'm saying this time he just casually threw it out like that's an okay thing to say. But it's not, and he apologized for it, and people are leaving his show. And so did she. Yeah, but she, she did planned apologize. out. Hers was more methodical and more. Play, you know what I'm saying? Like. I'm not saying, again, I have to reiterate, what's happening to her, I don't think, I don't know. It's not, it shouldn't happen, but it's not like anybody's bringing actual charges against her. It's, you know, if CNN's like, look, I don't want to associate myself with her now because she held up a severed head of our president, that's their prerogative to do. But now, here we go. Now, go back even a, a few more years. Do you remember when there was... An unconfirmed rumor that someone had heard that Paula Dean had said the word nigger 20 fucking years ago in private, and she all her cookbooks were pulled, her shows were canceled on Food Network, and it was this outrageous witch hunt. But now it's it's cool. It was an accident. Yeah, that, no, but it, the know? thing with, with, with Paula Dean came up in a in a, a deposition. It was recorded. She had said it multiple times. She had uh, more people coming out and saying that she'd said it a lot. Completely different thing, though. Now, if it comes out where people start coming out and be like, "Oh my God, Bill Maher says that all the time," you know, behind the set, and he's a he's a total fucking racist, then yeah, then that should happen to him. But based on him saying it one time on the show, if if the worst that happens to him is that a few people pull off and some people don't want to come to show, that's fine. If so more comes out, here's my thing about that. So he was also not referring to another person. Paula Dean, mm-hmm. I think, was. So he was referring to himself, and he was just basically bringing up this 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 word that has bad connotations and brings everybody into that mindset again. And that's that can be offensive. But he wasn't like it wasn't like he pulled a Mel Gibson and was you know using mm. racial slurs at the people or towards a. Sure, I, I I agree. Mel Gibson very deliberately you know attacked that officer right. and you know very deliberately attacked. All Jewish people. I don't think either people. I don't think that any of the three people that I have mentioned were in, in any way in in the wrong. I don't think Kathy Griffin did anything wrong. I don't think Bill Maher did anything wrong. I just the inconsistency in the outrage mm. to each incident is just blowing sure. my mind. Not to, can, not to me, it's that. not. I mean, there's a tr- tr- tremendous difference between what Bill Maher did and what say. Uh, Hulk Hogan did. Remember when that tape of Hulk Hogan came out of him talking to his daughter about dating a black guy? Mm. That was way worse. Yeah. 
In what way? In what way is that one? He was specifically yeah. talking about a person. He was saying some pretty awful things about black people in general. Whereas Bill Maher used a phrase that is pretty antiquated, but and referring to himself. You know, it's it's not like he pointed. He didn't point right. to a black guy and go, "He's a house nigger." That would have been right. But so but you're just upset this. because he used the word nigger. No, I'm upset because he's doing this in a public forum. These people had private conversations that were exposed, you know, for whatever purpose. You know, they, Hulk Hogan didn't come out in the middle of the ring and hold up at his belt and be like, I want to use this belt to smash any nigger that tries to date my daughter. This Bill's just on his show and he's like, I'm just going to say nigger because it's my show and I can. Well, I think partially that's true, though, because HBO gives a lot of leeway. Uh, they don't have to worry about sponsors. I heard Don Lemon that's say true. it on CNN a couple times. Oh, yeah. Does he get a pass because he's black? Yes. No, 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 100%. No, no, no. You better end, end the show now white. or I'm going to drive the Ian's house. <laughs> All I'm hearing from your end, too, is I like Bill Maher, so I'm going to defend no, him And I the knew end. that's exactly the fucking route you would take with it. I knew it. That has nothing to do. I do not think that he did. First of all, can, again, I must reiterate, I don't even think what Kathy Griffin did was wrong. <laughs> I, I just agree. think it was dumb. <laughs> and I think it was dumb yeah. what Bill Maher did, too. I just don't think they're equal in offending, I guess. Why not? Because she held up a fucking severed head of an actual person that is living that, you know. It wasn't an actual severed head. It was a prop. Just an to let you know, in case you're, in case you're Baron Trump real. and confused. So? She didn't hurt anybody. She was very specifically just, protesting against the president Ian, and his policy. I just don't see how you can think that these two things are on the same fucking level. I don't see how you think they can't. I all guess, right, I well guess then, we're just not going to see eye to eye okay, on this Okay, then we one. have to agree to disagree because we're never going to... I gonna, agree. All right. Correct. Yeah. Correct. We're, I don't see the common ground coming out of this. Okay. Let's talk about Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, as a, but as a general rule with Don Lemon, I think black people absolutely get a pass for using uh, racial slurs against their own race. What about Rachel Dolezal? Uh, no, that's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's a that's, that's a long <laughs> argument. Yeah, I mean she's one sixteenth African American. Yeah. Are you Which trying to push her book on Audible, that, Karen? No, <laughs> no, no. She's an idiot. <laughs> uh, so I did want to talk about Katy Perry real quick because I thought this was was humorous. So Katy Perry is trying to buy a house. And this house, as it turns out, is a very large house. It is a former convent, and she is buying it from the diocese. The nuns who used to live there are saying that the diocese don't have any, any, any jurisdiction, that they shouldn't be selling it because it was donated to become a convent. So the Catholic Church doesn't own it, the nuns do. And in any case, they're upset because the diocese are going to sell it to Katy Perry, who they say is a devil worshiper. <laughs> what? The nuns believe that Katy Perry went to a witchcraft organization. She went and participated in a witchcraft thing and uh, Katy Perry was like what? I don't remember doing that. And the nuns are like, come on, you didn't know you were at a rich witchcraft thing? So they, they think that she's dirty, that she do uh, does not uphold correct moral values and uh, they they don't want their convent sold to her. The, Even the, though the it's witchcraft no would convent. explain why people like her music so much. Katy, Katy Perry? <laughs> 
Yes. Katy Perry, who spent the first half of her career doing nothing but Christian music, Katy Perry? Yes. Yeah. All right. Now, the, the, well, she did turn her back on the Christian music. So. It just right well, after the witchcraft the thing, festival. Right, because it's, it's more lucrative. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I mean, now the first part they had me. They're like, well, let's you know try to establish who, in fact, this land and this property belongs to. Okay, reasonable. I'm with yeah. you. And, and they got this whole <laughs> Katy Perry witchcraft thing. And, I, and she has a tattoo on her behind as well. So. Ooh. <laughs> So they're confusing actually, her with Miley Cyrus, maybe. Like I'm, the, I, I'm sure nuns aren't up to date on what's going on. <laughs> the one nun actually said Katy Perry pointed out that she has a tattoo on her wrist that says Jesus, and the one says the one nun said, "I just wanted to say yeah." And what is the tattoo on your behind? <laughs> it's probably a cupcake. <laughs> also, Jesus. <laughs> I find it amusing that the nuns are thinking about Katy Perry's ass. So wait a minute, if the nuns actually own the property which i assume is up for sale well they they say here's the thing here's the way that when they get down to the bottom of the of the story it seems like the nuns had already moved out and the nuns did not have a problem with the diocese until they found out that they were going to sell it to Katy perry mm. and now the nuns are making an argument that the diocese doesn't have the right to sell it Right, because the, the, the nuns want Katy Perry's money. Right. They don't want going to the diocese. <laughs> so I don't know if it's they, if it's that, that they want the, the money to go to them, or if it's just because they, they want Katy Perry out of the picture. Well, it sounds like they I'm want sure Katy Perry out of the picture, or otherwise yeah. her name would have never been mentioned. Right, yeah. So but I'm just, nuns- from a real estate point, I'm just trying to figure out, is this thing up for sale? And if so, you cannot refuse sale to anybody based on, you know... Whether right. you not you think they went to a, a devil worshiping <laughs> class or something. So it is up for sale, but it's up for sale from the diocese, and they're making an argument. I don't know. I think they have a lawyer, and they're making an argument that the diocese don't doesn't have the right to uh, to sell the property. Hmm. So it has a pool. Why did why did why did nuns have a pool? It does have <laughs> a <weird>. pool. <laughs> this sounds like a case for Neil Gorsuch. <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry. Did you see her on Saturday Night Live? I did. A bunch of- her songs are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> She's so weird. She is weird. Entertaining, though. Yes, the, entertaining. The kid with the arms forever burned into my brain. <laughs> yeah. I like her more now that I know she has a tattoo on her ass, though. <laughs> <laughs> she also has a tattoo of Jesus on her wrist. Nah, so. I don't like yeah. her now. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I got a love-hate relationship with her. All right. Anybody have anything else? Uh, no, sir. I really need to get. I need to get to the bottom of why Jared and I can't can't come together. On oh this my God, Ian! I am. You gotta let it go. It's haunt me. You dude. gotta let I it can't. go. <laughs> it, but they're they're both incidents are so unbelievably <laughs> trivial, and I don't understand how how. Ian, I still love you, even though we don't agree on this. So, so I we, agree with that's fine. I just I feel like I'm not not getting enough. Again, now I've reached that point where where we're talking about like the Supreme Court arguments where I must just not have enough facts. Like, simply, I'm lacking information because they just both seem equally trivial to me. I, you know, I don't think either of them deserve any repercussions, and yet they're so vastly different in response. Well, if this makes you feel any better, what Bill Maher said was a joke. Does that change anything for you? Not even a little bit. Okay, okay, I just just wanted to know. Yeah, neither of them, I think that if I would have been watching that show, I might have not even noticed what Bill Maher had said. In the same way that I don't think that whoever the photographer was, plus Kathy Griffin, I don't think that their protest piece 
was really anything more than just than just that. It just seems so minor, and the reaction is so disproportionately large in my mind. I just don't understand. I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it all uh, to me it, the reaction all comes down to the fact that one relies heavily on sponsors, sponsors who are going to be easily offended. The other was on HBO, does not rely on sponsors. And man, if you're offended and you're watching HBO, you're just watching the wrong channel. <laughs> That's true. Again, but I, I, then I, I just can't imagine, you know, just leave all the tour dates intact. Why would you cancel those shows? If you do not like what she did, don't go to the shows. Why am I now unable to go to the show? Yeah, I don't know the because story behind you that. Don't, because you don't like what she did. Like, mm-hmm. that's... that's I well, don't know. Then, I think that's then egregious. Y- y- I mean, yeah, your issue. I mean, again, I don't. I'm, I'm not agreeing with you, but your issue is mainly with the with those people, not with the actual act itself. No, the uh, actual act itself is totally reasonable. That is a totally reasonable way to protest. You know, I saw a behind the scenes <laughs> video of that, and like, I think they knew what they were. <laughs> like, she yeah. said to the guy, she's like, "We're gonna have to move to Mexico after this," and I'm like, "You, sh- you might." <laughs> Well, she's always she always does things to shock and to get into the news because that's her shtick. You know, she she is the D list actor that you know bolts onto the stage every once in a while and shows her ass. So this is what she does. She did that. I don't remember that. No, 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 no. Oh. I, metaphorically. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> no, no one is rushing to Google <laughs> Kathy Griffin not safe for work. No. <laughs> okay. Phew. Somebody just did. <laughs> <laughs> No, but she's always been. She is like the female Howard Stern kind of. Oh my god, I would I would not give her that much credit. <laughs> well, I've seen not I've, as much. I mean, she is to me. She is not funny. Like every time I see her, she's just not funny. She's just like very flamboyant and gets a lot of attention. attention but me. like her jokes yeah. are horribly hack hackney. Yes, <laughs> right. And that and I I agree with but, you. The reason that I wasn't going to go to her show was not because of this. Right. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean. <laughs> But surely someone was going to go to the show, and I feel like they're being robbed of that opportunity because someone else's feelings were hurt. And I can't stand for that. Well, consider this. She was raised a Roman Catholic, converted to Unitarian for a while, now is a non-believer and rails against Scientology. Yeah, she's getting way too much. (laughs) Does it make you feel any better that I agree with you, at least, that all the things that are happening to Kathy Griffin shouldn't be happening? Yes. Okay. So I agree, I agree with you on that. Okay. I just don't think those same things should be happening to Bill Maher. <laughs> so we disagree on that. Well, yes, I think I think that both of – again, I do would like to see, you know, a little more consistency in people's outrage. But I agree that nothing should be happening to both of them. Mm. Well, there. We came Ab- to an agreement abs- on something. Absolutely nothing <laughs> should be happening to both of them. They should both be continuing to live their lives and doing the things that they enjoy because right. – Neither of them did anything particularly wrong. I mean, anybody that is outraged at what they did is free to send them an email and, and for it's them for, to yeah. go it, it, for them to apologize is perfectly reasonable. But to you lose sponsors or gigs or anything like that was inappropriate. Uh, yeah, the gigs is really the only thing that bothers me. The sponsors, those are private companies. If <laughs> stupid squatty potty disagrees <laughs> with what she says and they feel like they're representing. <laughs> their toilet stool in a bad way, then whatever. <laughs> they can stick to that commercial where the unicorn poops out rainbows, whatever. Like, I just don't care. Like, that's that's fair. They're a private company, and I support their decision 
to elect whoever they want to represent them. I'm very and shocked, though, that – I mean, maybe this happened. I don't know. But not one person took her aside and was like, this could be – go horribly bad for you if you do this. This could be worse than you think. Yeah. yeah. Like, this could be, like, career-ending for – at least for – I mean, listen. Everybody who's done the most horrible things in the world somehow wind up bouncing back. I mean, we all saw Mel Gibson at the fucking Oscars, and everyone's like, great like, to have you back, Mel. So, yeah. you know, I mean, she probably could bounce back from this, but, like, someone's got to say, you're going to take a hit for a while. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, nah, this nah, this will blow over. <laughs> no one's going to care about this. Well, hopefully she was like, no, I shouldn't have to cower. I shouldn't have to hide my opinions about Donald Trump because there's going to be some ridiculous amount of unnecessary backlash. And, and if I were that person, I'd be like, you are absolutely right, Kathy. But still, if you're mm-hmm. trying to collect money and make a living, this might be a bad thing to do. And maybe she went, well, I could skate for a couple of years. I'll be okay. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure Kathy Griffin is not going to suffer. Like she's not going to be living on the streets or anything. I agree. I I don't I don't think she is in any real immediate peril. I just I I really think that, again, I feel like she's being unnecessarily bullied. And once again, you don't get to decide whether or not I go to a Kathy Griffin show. Yeah, I agree. You put on that show and I will decide. I agree you with you. Mother Just the fuckers. same reason if, listen, as horrible as <laughs> it is, if a guy decides one day on his Facebook page to like come out and be like, you know what? I'm a fucking racist and I hate fucking black people. He, sure. should, he should not get fired from his job. He probably will, but he shouldn't. Even yeah, though he's an asshole. He does for a living. He's an asshole. It depends, on, it depends on what he does for a living. Doesn't matter. No, whatever his job is, he should not get, you can't get, you can't fire somebody for a, a thought crime. No, but you, well, but it's what they do with that thought. If 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 they you know if they're used car salesmen and they don't give every black person that comes in a horrible deal and every white person that comes in a really sweet deal, no, you can't do that. No, but if he but, right, but if he right, just comes out and well, like I just hate you, black people, you can if, if you can if your, your boss is also racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree. I totally agree with you, Jared. I think that the the treatment of Donald Sterling was absolutely inappropriate to the point of being egregious. Yeah. I like, agree Donald Sterling. He used to own the Clippers. He was forced to sell the Clippers because yeah. he told a mistress in a private conversation that got leaked to the press that he didn't like having black people at the game because he didn't think they were, you know, he, he thought they classed down the, the whole situation. Mm. And they're like, oh, 80- nope, you have to give up the ownership of your team. He was an 80-year-old man, wasn't he? Well, I don't. Any age. It was a private there. conversation well, that was recorded without him a, knowing yeah. about it, too. He, yeah. he, be, and beyond that, if he had gone out and publicly said, "I agree, I agree, yeah, I, I agree. hate blacks, I hate Pollocks. I, I, I like when they don't show up to my games." Now, if he bans them from the Clippers Stadium, then yeah, there is legal action to take against him, and he should be removed. Hmm. But man, you just can't thought crimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, they don't, they don't give the people an opportunity to punish them. So for instance, if he if he says that, he comes out in public and the and the public's like, "Well, guess what? We're not going to Clippers games anymore." And he ends up having to sell the team because of that. That's yeah. fine. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Or Kathy Griffin stays on CNN to do their New Year's thing and nobody watches it because they're like, "Well, <laughs> I just don't like Kathy Griffin because of what she did." Then do it. But the preemptive right. strike, I agree with Ian, is just it's let us decide. How we're I agree. Deal with I, this. I, and there's just, I think there's just so many violations of that on both sides. I am so tired about hearing about protests erupt because Milo, what's his name, is going to speak somewhere. Listen, yeah. just leave him alone. 
If you don't want to go to his speech, then don't go to his speech. Now, if it's his speech, he tells you, you know, you should, uh, you know, hate Muslims. And when we're done talking, let's go attack them. Then, then you should probably, you know, have him locked up. In the meantime, you can let him be as angry as he wants. Yeah, or even, <laughs> or even protest. Go to the go to when he's speaking and yeah. protest outside. Yeah, sure, absolutely. absolutely. That's a whole but other different not- conversation with colleges and and liberals. <laughs> God damn it. If I want to wear a Native American costume, let me wear a Native American costume. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, um, my. Look at the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is it late? Yeah. Sorry. All right. I think I'm going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, if any listener has any questions or comments, please feel free to leave it on the website, profaneargument.com, or you can catch us on Twitter at ProfaneArg. If you enjoy this podcast, there are several ways that you can support it. In addition to joining Audible, you can leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play, uh, or you can share the podcast on social media. And I also want to suggest that if you are looking for other podcasts, check out the soon-to-be-named network, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. If you like comics, movies, TV, video games, there's something for you on the network. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time i'm ray i'm karen i'm jared this is ian thank you good night and may your god go with you